Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, now also available on the UK Investor Magazine mobile app. Today's podcast is going to take the format of a very interesting interview with the CEO of a company that's um, operating in the health and fitness technology sector. Now, this is a sector that has very much become uh, a sector that really is one that's centred around the coronavirus lockdown in as far as you have one set of people that are very much getting into uh, the sports and fitness side of things to keep themselves active. And there's obviously another set of people uh, which haven't been as prone to do that. Now, I'm just going to introduce you to Matthew Reed, who is the CEO of Bioscore. Matthew, thank you very much for being here with us today. Uh, hi, Jonathan. Thanks for having me. So, Matthew, we obviously set the scene there. Um, we're in a period now where uh, there are a number of people that are seeking um, you know, apps and technology to gauge the activity that they've been doing. There's been very little else to do over the last three months. Um, and you're looking at, at putting a new uh, a new product into this market, very much focused on organisations. Would you be able to just give us a brief breakdown of Bioscore and how that works? Yeah, sure. Well, I, I think it's important to go back to where the concept of Bioscore started. Um, and it started really with my, my own personal interest in my own health and wellness. And over the years, I found it very difficult to understand both my, my medical results and my, and my fitness results. They're, they're filled with acronyms and, and data tables that don't make much sense to me. So, you know, we've identified this movement to self-care and this um, ongoing uh, movement to wellness. And we decided to put together a software product that helps uh, users to visualize and understand both their health and their fitness scores. And that was really the seed that was planted that was uh, the foundation of, of Bioscore, that is a health and fitness technology platform. And at this point in time, it is designed to visualize and report on all your health and fitness scores with infographics uh, and, and charts that help you to understand your results. Okay. So... In terms of looking at the wider market, where does Bioscore fit in? Because there's various different apps out there through, you know, from the, the personal apps that people can download on on their phone. Obviously, mm -hmm. the Apple uh, uh, the iPhone comes with it, an, an inbuilt uh, health app, all the way up to uh, Premier League, very sophisticated. Uh, tracking and, and health monitoring. Where, where does Bioscore fit into that, that scale? Yeah, it fits in at this point in time in the area of test management. So if you um, think about you know, health and wellness and what everyone's doing out there on the market today, there, there are a lot of apps that I would call training buddies. They help you um, to build a workout and they give you guidance on, on, on your training. And then there's other apps that, that sync with a, a hardware device like a Fitbit or a Jawbone or an Apple Watch. And they're just really giving you, once again, activity monitoring is what we call that. Ultimately, though, all that hard work, that good nutrition and that hard work you put in on the track is, is measurable and it's measurable in a test. 
Um, and, and just the way that your, you know, your good health and your cholesterol is measured with the blood test, uh, your, your physical fitness can be measured in tests. And Bioscore attempts to be the platform that brings everything together and present your health and, and fitness results for you visually. So that's where it fits in, in the area of test management and reporting. Okay. So, Matthew, you're, you're here today speaking with us because you're, you're currently on Crowdcube. You're looking for an initial target of 80000 in uh, seed funding. So investors are going to be quite interested to know, what does the market opportunity look like for Bioscore? Uh, you know, what sort of addressable market is it and, and what sort of section or, or share, sorry, of, the, of that market do you think you can take? Yeah, well, you know, the longer-term vision for Bioscore is it moves in and develops a, a, a full uh, functional suite of an athlete management system. Now, some of these systems do exist, and they're sold almost exclusively to pro sports teams. We're looking to develop something that is broader and fits in at more of the consumer level because, you know, the, the anonymous athlete market is is much bigger globally than than the pro sports team market. but Ultimately, that's where it will end up. Where it's starting is as a test management system. And the use cases for that could be with a gym or with a personal trainer or with anybody who wants to measure your fitness and report back to you visually. Um, And then moving forward with that, we we will move into um, uh, sports teams, sports clubs, elite athletes, professional wellness checks. Um, And we see the market for this product as being very broad because we've plan the platform as something that is in fact very broad it's it's a test management platform that that brings everything together um so i hope that answers your question of where it fits in but the initial use cases will be to sell this product as a b2b product directly into into gyms um and sports clubs and it will be priced you know at a level that is uh, you know, not competing with um you know uh, these large pro systems that are sold into uh you know EPL teams etc okay okay so Matthew you you have a history in the well both as an entrepreneur and uh, within the the sporting world uh, could you give us a bit of an idea of what that looks like well, um, in the sporting world, yeah, I was a, an athlete and a rugby player, um, and I played, a, a, competed in both sports at a fairly high level. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've competed at the national level um, in Australia. You can probably hear from my accent that I, I am, in fact, an Aussie um, in, in track and field. Um, yeah, right through to, to, the, to the national final of the men's 100 metres. Um, so I was under the tutoring of a you know an elite coach for many years, um, and strength building and speed building and performance testing was always part of our regime to get to uh, an elite level. And then I went on to rugby union and I played first grade as a winger in Sydney for Northern Suburbs before going on to Hong Kong and playing uh, for Hong Kong Football Club and the national Hong Kong Sevens rugby team there. And again. Um, especially in sevens rugby, elite endurance and speed endurance were critical aspects of that sport. So uh, fitness testing was something that we would always do, whether it be in the form of a beep test um, or or, um, uh, sprint testing. I would say at that time it was um, 
you know, an elementary uh, level of fitness testing. And I think that the, the sports testing has progressed to a much more elite phase now and it's, it's formatted globally. And all of the big sports franchises use, use this sort of testing. So um, to answer your question, the ideas for performance testing in a software system that, that meets the needs of coaches and athletes came from my own experience. Okay. So for, from there, you, you went on to, to found a, a business, uh, which, which you actually had a successful exit from in 2017. Um, have you got a little bit more detail on that, on that and, and how that, uh, that came about? Yeah, look, I have been around the block with startups. I, I founded uh, an education business in Australia. It's, uh, it's called Performance Education. It still operates today with different shareholders. I founded uh, that business uh, with my co-founder. We recruited some angel investors. We took on angel investment, uh, built the business, and I personally exited that business uh, 10 years later in 2018. So it was uh, a long, but um, yeah, we can definitely say it was a financially successful business and financially successful exit and all the details of on that have been verified by Crowdcube, but it's it's fair to say it was uh, you know a twenty x investment for uh, at the point of for time that I exited. So that that was uh, I mean from the details that are on Crowdcube, twenty twenty three times initial investment over a ten year period there on on exit. So if we if we take this now and then look at BioScore, how do you foresee? that playing out for investors in terms of potential timelines to an exit and, and what format will that exit possibly take in the future? Yeah, it's a good question. And to give you a really honest answer, you know, a, a lot of entrepreneurs like to pitch very big numbers and, and very big exit ideas in, in four to five years. Um, it's my personal experience and belief that uh, it, it takes longer than that. Uh, in most cases, and there are several pivot points that won't be visible at the start of the exercise. So it is hard to to quantify that and put it on a timeline. But what I can say is that the the movement to self care and wellness and understanding of your health data and ownership of your per- personal health and fitness results it, it's a it's a very quickly growing area. This is a very good opportunity in this space that I don't think has been properly exploited. And I, I think that the idea of a test management system and an athlete management system addresses a, a global need in a global market. So the opportunities uh, are huge. So, um, yeah, look, my, my pitch deck and, and I am on Crowdcube take a very prudent approach to forecasting numbers over a five-year period that are largely based on, on, on the UK. But I believe that it could be um, a, a very significant investment if we can leverage a few of a few of the pivots and move into a B two C app, or really get up and compete in the athlete management space with the, the top guys. I think we we then could uh, outperform significantly outperform those forecasts. Okay, so you're you're looking at raising eighty thousand pounds as we as we touched on previously. Valuation of one point five million. What will those funds be spent on, Matthew? Yeah, so to this point in time, I've you know I've I've exited the uh, 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 my education business, so I've had the money to 
uh, fund the development myself for the last year. Um, so we do have a proof of concept that is demonstrable to anyone that wants to have a look and talk about this idea further. It was my, it's my belief that we do need other people involved in the business now from the point of view of momentum, of introductions. Uh, and I think it's always good to get a few good heads on the board to drive a business, you know, this business forward. So the reason I'm on Crowdcube is to introduce that momentum, uh, to find some new people um, and to really get some, um, some traction. Now, it's not a very big amount of money to be raising. And the reason for that is that I would say that we're, we're more than halfway to our minimum viable product. The proof of concept is built on a, a technology that will retain. Uh, it's performing and we're happy with it. And we, we basically at this point want to use those funds for, um, you know, four to six months development. And all that money will go to the coding team and to take it from proof of concept uh, through to minimum viable product and then to go out and see if we can sell that product to some gyms and some sports clubs. Uh, and those conversations have, have already started to take place. So that's the purpose of the raise at this point. Okay, so you, you have uh, EIS and SEIS pre-assurance from, uh, from HMRC. Uh, so that's, that's something very important for investors to be aware of because there's uh, very attractive uh, tax benefits associated uh, with that. So if you don't know, have a good read up about the EIS and SEIS. Jonathan, I'll just jump in there if I could. Yep, go on. Yeah, so yeah, the interestingly, we've put quite a bit of money and resource into this already. But uh, you know, as the founder, I don't qualify for for SEIS of you know in my own business, uh, and uh, so it is largely available. So it's an unusual opportunity that we've taken, you know, this idea forward for over a year. This is a seed raise, and most of the SEIS is available to UK-based investors. Okay, so I think that's a very important point there, and it does show that you have conviction in this because you've got a lot of money uh, in yourself. You've got yourself, as you said, halfway towards a minimum viable product, uh, which is commendable at this point. So uh, do, do you know how much of the SEIS is still available, Matthew? Well, it's 150,000 uh, limit. Um, the uh, Obviously, um, none of the... The, the money that I've spent on it is is available to take out of that, that SEIS pool. And of the committed funds in uh, Crowdcube at the moment, there is a large portion of that that's come from Australian-based investors that I know, and that's not eligible either. So the reality is, you know, that the, the, the significant portion of that 150000 is still available. Okay. That's that's fantastic. So if you're listening to this, do check out the Bioscore pitch on Crowdcube. Uh, there will be an email coming around from UK Investor Magazine to our subscribers in the coming days. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, so once again, that's Matthew from Bioscore. Matthew, thank you very much for being with us today. Uh, thank you very much, Jonathan. As a closing remark, I'd say that it always assists when you look at the proof of concept uh, demonstration and I'm happy to provide that demonstration over Zoom to anyone who's interested to understand this idea further. Exactly. And so just uh, just a final point there. In the notes of this podcast, we'll be including the contact details for Bioscore and Matthew 
So do drop him uh, a line there, as well as keeping an eye out for the email. There's going to be contact details in there, uh, which will be coming out shortly. Thank you very much. Matthew, thank you very much for being with us. Jonathan, thank you. Take care. Thanks very much.